It's time for some hostile therapy. All right, welcome to another episode of Hostile Therapy with your host, Big Red, and sitting across from me is Mr. Adam. He's ready to go. I'm ready, Red. I'm ready. This, uh, this is scary, scary stuff here, but I'm ready, bro. That vein is popping out at the side of your head there. It must be something serious about to happen. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. First of all, how was your week? Uh, it was It was all right. It was all right. Anything, just... anything monumental happened this week? No. Well, just... As far as with you, not with the news. Right? Yeah. <laughs> No, I think uh, everything's just going right. Just uh, doing a little bit of work and a little bit of school and church. There you go. Which one's more? Give me the importance of those three. <laughs> the importance order. of them? Yeah, in your life. Is church the least important or is that first important on you? They all kind of fit pretty close together right now. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I guess school, I don't know, school's maybe the least important in my mental head. Yeah, you can quit one of those and I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think you want to quit church. Yeah. Or at least quit, you know, the person who you worship. Yeah, that would that would be a whole different thing. Yeah. It's been okay with me. It's been an okay week. You know, school has kind of drugged me down. And uh, I did want to go to that whole zombie walk thing. You didn't, you didn't go to the zombie walk? Oh, man. Um, the weather did not permit it. It rained a little bit too hard. This is the first year. Whatever. This is the first, yeah, Whatever. It's, it's raining hard, man. You can't go out. Dude, I was at a Halloween up. party. You could have been at a Halloween party. Were you inside or outside? I was inside, but the weather, the rain cleared up eventually. Hey, man, they got shelter down there, too. No. That it, zombie walk. The whole zombie walk is outside. I think they got a little. The party is outside. All that is outside. It's six the pavilion there in the middle. Oh, there's nothing covering you there. You know, it's just, all of those people come out there that I don't want to say expensive makeup, but there's some people who put a lot of work into that makeup. And, well, yeah, yeah. And well, you okay. Get washed off. You know, it's just a waste. All right. Well, red. So unfortunately, so this is what happened. So we had a we had a Halloween party last night. Everyone dressed up, right? Yeah. All right. So unfortunately. I definitely get the sense that I'm getting old. Uh, so why? Because you can't go house dr- to house asking for candy anymore. I still do that. No, I'm just. <laughs> uh, the only difference is they don't give me any. No. <laughs> um, so I dressed up as Zorro. Zorro, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one in a while. I know, I know. But here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one knew it was. They didn't know who it was. No, no, no. It's not that they didn't recognize me. It's that even after I told them I'm Zorro, hamburger. No, even after I told them I'm Zorro, they're like, "Who is that?" They had no idea who Zorro was at all. The Lone Ranger. No, it's not the Lone Ranger. Dude, heck, if they don't know Zorro, I doubt they know the Lone Ranger. Uh, burglar? No, it's Zorro. Antonio Banderas did two movies. The second one sucked, but the first one was pretty good. <laughs> well, oddly enough, actually, I was it was it was even stranger than, to me because actually, um, uh, one of them who didn't know who Zorro was, mm-hmm. yeah, thought of me much more like um, Wesley from The Princess Bride, which actually was uh, my alternative. I was thinking of going for that. I actually would have liked. I don't know. Dang, I really, I, like I really wanted before. to go with Wesley, That's but what, um, I didn't have the movies. full face mask. At the end, yeah, so. That's like one of my favorite movies too. Oh yeah, yeah, no, Princess Buttercup. Yeah. 
Mowage. Oh, sorry. I love that movie, man. You know, as corny as that movie is, that movie has stood the test of time. It had it's classic. Fred so. Savage, Columbo is the uh, grandfather at the beginning of it, <laughs> and the guy that put I forget his name. He, he was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. He was uh, in the first Saul, and well, I don't want to give away. Whatever, dude. His name's Wesley. We all know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just... The British guy. Yeah, uh, the that, British. Yeah. Guy. Great movie. Uh, yeah. and, oh, Andre the Giant too. I can't. Yeah. I can't him. Oddly enough, he's not acting anymore. Who, Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's got a little downtime with him yeah. now. So bad joke, probably. <laughs> All right, let's segue. <laughs> First story of today, uh, the bomber. The bomber. Oh, as I call him, I call him the demi bomber. The demi bomber. The demi bomber. Is he like half bomber. Yeah, uh, half bomber. Man, he's a lot of things. <laughs> I had to laugh when I actually read. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff he does. Let's see. He was. Let's see. He is a. He was a DJ, pizza delivery guy, and a bodybuilder. And the last part was really what got me. He was all these things, and he also lived in a van down by the river. <laughs> I, I heard not only that, but he's also, what, a stripper? He was a male chipper Yes, male? yes. You left out the stripper. How could oh, you leave God, that out? I'm, not, I'm sorry. I, mean, I didn't mean to leave that part out. DJ, pizza deliverer, bodybuilder, stripper who lived in a van down by the river, except for yeah. the river part. Uh, so this guy uh, was a little bit off his rocker from um, all intents and purposes. He claimed to have some affiliation uh, with the Seminole Tribe, uh, the Seminole Tribe, which has a a group, I guess, some, you know, uh, that, you know, they have a website and all this to say they do not know, uh, they do not know this guy, have never heard of him, uh, they don't know if they have any association with him, but he he claims up and down that he is a Seminole. Uh, he's a Seminole who seems to... I uh, love everything about uh, white people. He seems to really, really, really love white people uh, from a lot of his statements, which is nothing wrong with that. It's just how he, I don't see him saying a lot of uh, seminal pride in any of his statements. It's more saying it seems like, you know, you know, white people are just great, great, great people, which like I said, they're not bad, but it's just the way he said it. He just seems just a little bit off. He sounds like a uh, white supremacist. And if you never saw his face, you were like, okay, this guy is probably very, very pale and probably lives in the South somewhere and probably uh-huh. wears flannel shirts and a trucker hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stereotypical. Well, and he's got, the, he's got the Trump stickers on his on yeah. his van. Yeah, he's got he's, the Trump stickers all over his van. Yeah, you know, he, he's, he sounds like the guy that, you know, he's, he's parked on a, a sidewalk somewhere near a school and he's asking these kids, hey, come here, I got something cool to show you. I got like some candy. Guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just, if he's a stripper, DJ and pizza delivery, all these things, why in the world is he living in a van? Hmm. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's homeless. He just lives in the van. Yeah. Well, why is he homeless? I mean, is he, he must be not that good of a well, stripper. Well, you see all the different jobs? I have an idea. He wasn't holding them for very long. Maybe he should have got some oh. government jobs from the Democrats. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because like you were saying, actually, um, he's actually Filipino- Mm-hmm. And Italian, mm-hmm. so 
Yeah, and you can tell, but if you see the pictures of his face, yeah, he doesn't look like a white guy. Yeah, yeah, not at all. I mean, I, I see, it looks like he has some Indian in him, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, but uh, totally just, he seems like he just disregards that part and just goes into all the uh, the loveliness of being a white supporter, I guess. <laughs> he just loves everything, you know, white. You, know, you, ever, you ever seen, you've seen a Chappelle show, right? You you watch the Chappelle show? Not much. No, no. I mean, I mean some, but I'm not sure what you're thinking of. The, oh, I'm thinking about a skit called uh, it was Clayton Bixby, where he was uh, he was a black guy who was blind. He was raised to believe he was white. <laughs> and he hate, I gotta show it to you. I definitely did he, not see that one. He, he 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 believed his whole life he was blind since he was born. Yeah, yeah. And he believed wholeheartedly that he was white and. These white people took him in, they adopted him, and they loved how he spoke and, you know, his beliefs of white supremacy. So they essentially start putting Klan robes on him. And so he would speak to these people at these Klan rallies. They didn't know he was black. Um, And he did this interview with this uh, prominent reporter, and he was, like, talking to him about his role in, you know, being a white supremacist. The reporter knew, of course, because in, during the interviews, he would took the robe off or whatever. He took the mask off. Clayton Bisbee still did not know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, as the story goes, Clayton Bixby wanted to finally show his face towards the end. Okay. And his friends were like, "No, nah, I don't think that'd be a good idea. You know, you don't want to. You don't want people to see your face because they might try to kill you or whatever." He was like, okay, that might be a good idea. But eventually he said, I want to take the mask off. I want to see people see my face. So he showed his face at a Klan rally. And people in the Klan rally, their faces just, <laughs> their eyes were gouging out. One guy exploded. Like, literally, he exploded into pieces. What? Because they couldn't believe what he saw. He was like, he's been a black guy this whole time? The funny part, how it ended, right? He was mm-hmm. married to a white lady, Clayton Bixby, right? Okay. And he was married to her for I think 30 years, and they got divorced after that. And the reporter said, why, after 30 years of, uh, d- of uh, devoutness of your wife to you, why would you get divorced all of a sudden? Um, and he said, well, pretty much because I found out she was an end lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the irony in that, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, go back into this. Uh <clears throat> During this time, where people were trying to figure out who this guy was, yep, people were, were saying that it could be a made-up person, uh, you know, kind of uh, mess up the numbers for for votes for Republicans. Trying to say, ah, there's nobody out there bombing Democrats or whatever. They're just mm-hmm. trying to make us look like terrorists, if you will. Yeah, or you know, people trying to disrupt the Democratic Party. Um, I don't know if this guy was just a lone wolf. Or he was connected to anything, but he went after the Clintons, went after Obamas, uh, Maxine Waters, and I think like at least uh, about eight or nine other people that uh, yeah. sent packages, uh, bombs that didn't detonate, but you know there's always a chance that something could happen. I guess I've I've, I've still been very interested in I don't know the legitimacy <clears throat> of these bombs. So, because I mean, I guess none of them went off. So yeah. I was wondering, like, well, and not all of the packages were bombs. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is that like only some, some of them, them some, some of them were like, bombs. One of them was like a CD, 
One of them was a, a yeah. One of them was a CD. One of them was a jump drive. Uh-huh. You know, um, Haley's emails on it. <laughs> I don't know, but um, <laughs> we got your information. But so yeah, I mean, it's very unclear to me exactly. Like I don't know what all of that exactly means. I mean, <laughs> allegedly, I guess that they, they, yeah, they're. <laughs> potentially dangerous bombs i think it was maybe yeah. i think it's maybe only like five bombs and there was actually like i don't know yeah. 10 or 12 packages or something yeah um but yeah i mean as far as i heard from the news reports and stuff he was technically crazy and um yeah. needed psychological help and uh, wasn't always in concords with uh, reality yeah and it doesn't sound like that a dj pizza delivering bodybuilding <laughs> stripper lives in a van no but like yeah there's some official reports that said he's a little crazy um and of course you know i mean the pretty much most of the media um on both sides that's pretty much everybody's like master goal is just to find out it's like all right who can we blame how can we blame the republicans mm-hmm. and in of course the republicans are all going it's like yeah wouldn't it be funny if this was just deployed by the democrats yeah um, um i mean would I be totally surprised? No. Yeah. But this, this guy seems legit. I mean, hey, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised at anything. I would be surprised if they just found this guy and just, you know, gave him a good talking to and say, yeah, hey, we'll give you such such and such if you do this and this and this. But Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, to me, honestly, as far as like, oh, what does it mean politically? It means absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. Some crazy dude did some crazy crap. <clears throat> You and me, it doesn't mean anything, but you know other people are going to oh my gosh, absorb yeah, yeah. this and, They're all... and take this for, you know, I don't remember hearing about any of these things uh, 15, 20 years ago during elections where, uh, where people were worried about scandals were just coming out weeks before election, <laughs> you know, from... You know, Brett Kavanaugh or the bombings or well, anything for, that's been going on. Except for the Anita Hill one, right? Well, Anita Hill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, th- this has definitely been pretty uh, pretty insane lately. Yeah, yeah. So, seems like there's something every week where somebody's accusing somebody of bringing up a story just out of nowhere. And just they all just kind of influx within two months of the election. Like, yeah. hurry up and get these people elected because it's going crazy. And then we got to worry about next year or, you know, or, yeah, well, 2020. of course, the left has all been, they've been decrying, you know, Trump is inciting violence and all that stuff. But I don't know. I'm not really buying that. And even if you wanted to say it's like, oh, well, he is. He is. Um, uh, to me, it's been pretty obvious. The left is inciting violence. Uh, that, that, so, that whole body, too. So, that whole, uh, did you see the, the uh, little clip where he was talking about the, uh, the reporter that got body slammed? No, no, no. The reporter that got body slammed. Yeah, it was a reporter. I, oh, I oh, you're talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that one earlier was the it was the senator or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I did see that and everything, and of course they were all they were just having a hissy fit over that. Oh yeah, I know, I know. They were having a huge hissy fit over that. But you know, we, we most people expect more um, of a cordial response from him. They don't expect the president to say, "Hey, wasn't that a great thing?" Where he just they don't want to hear that from the president of the United States saying stuff like that. You know, I, it's no big deal for me, but there are other people who listen to that crazy people that don't, you know, have no morals or no ethics and will listen to that and could be incited to commit some violence at some rallies. And not saying that he's asking <laughs> for it. You, you know, like, the, uh, but how, how are you associating those two? What do you mean? 
because we do not have the highest of IQ people to watch that. And All right, no, optics, no doubt, no doubt. The optics to certain people will see that, to, and yeah. they'll see somebody who's either at a Republican rally who's a Democrat, or a Democrat rally is a Republican, and more maybe more apt to commit violence versus someone. All right, but Some, somebody yeah. holding up a, a sign, hey, I'm a Democrat. See, my my little thing with that small little incident, right? Yeah. <clears throat> If you wanted to make a big deal about anything, yeah. it would be <clears throat> more the notion it's like the, my trouble my trouble is with everyone that wants to criticize Trump about that mm-hmm. is that mostly it's the left. And number two is that it's like those are the same people who weren't willing to criticize Antifa, who was actually inciting violence and actually causing violence. Well, that should be young. They should be reprimanded as well, too. Sure, sure. I'm just saying. That's why it makes it more yeah. difficult to me to listen to them. It's like they're making a big deal. It's like, oh, this one small incident. When there's like, okay, no, there's been tons and tons of fights, yeah. tons of violence breaking out of the, over these other things. That's true. And yeah. it's like, okay, and you guys didn't say anything about that? Yeah. Like, there's obviously a double standard in that regard. Well, I, I mean, I, I get you what you're saying. It's just he holds the highest position in the country. He's yeah. held to a much higher standard. Even though nobody should be held, held lower to a standard to want to incite violence at any time. But when you have the the world looking at you from, you know, whatever thing, medium they're looking at, and they see the president saying this, it just holds a different value than Joe Schmo doing this. No, no, no. I mean, I totally understand. As far as like, yeah, I mean, the president has a high position and stuff. I'm not, I'm not as familiar with the exact details, though. I mean, of what the senator did, though. Mm-hmm. I am not either. I mean, I, I mean, but, to I me, mean, that's incredibly relevant. I mean, there's other times, other instances where you know, there's been rallies, uh, Trump rallies, or whatever, during when he was running for president, where I uh, had told people to have people removed violently or has said stuff to where you know we need to back in my day we would handle that we would handle that guy in other words we would have beat that guy up you know to get him to be quiet or beat that guy up to get him out of the place we just arrested him <laughs> so i'm like uh yeah i mean he's saying some real stuff but this is some real dangerous stuff this is stuff well, I, I would have said no doubt. I would have said probably stuff like that. But as president, you have to be careful what you say. Sure, sure. But, I mean, I think, you know what? The, and the, the, you know what's going to happen, though? This, this is all going to sound terrible, like all I'm doing is defending Trump. <laughs> Which isn't exactly what I mean to do in, in this case. But, mm-hmm. but, all right? I think, you know what? The big difference and the big thing is we have to be accurate. Yeah. Like, you can't just make blanket well, statements that's, that's about another, everything. Well, that's another way. It, and violence and sites, if inaccuracies in the news are purported yeah, right yeah. and so that's what i think a lot of things where mm-hmm. trump is saying something in particular yeah and they just extrapolate it to say and apply to the masses mm-hmm. right so like for instance you just talked about it, it's like oh well back <laughs> in my day i would have handled it like this right yeah i think more like you can talk about things in the sense of um self-defense or other things like i have a buddy of mine you know he's punched some people mm-hmm. but he punched them in self-defense or protection of a girl or other types of things like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I would applaud him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- should you punch people? Just suck a punch. No. Well, part of the answer is like, if you ask, he's like, oh, should you punch people? You could say no. But you know mm-hmm. what? There are some situations in which you absolutely should. Okay. I'll name them right now. I, I don't know if you've seen this, but the whole Ray John Rondo, Chris Paul incident. Oh, my gosh. I... 
I just saw barely some clips of that. Yeah. Ray John Rondo spit on dude's face. Oh my That gosh. is definitely an incident where you're getting punched. You're getting massacred by me. Just go ahead and let people know that. <laughs> a punch, a spit is like the worst thing. Like I said, you spit on the ground, mm-hmm. you spit in a napkin, you spit in the toilet, you spit in a trash can, a bucket. That's the worst thing you could do to smile. I'd rather you punch me. Give yeah. me a black eye. Don't spit on me. But yeah, as far as like inciting violence, I mean, the stuff that Maxine Waters has said about, you know, being very aggressive towards any conservatives and, of course, not letting them eat anywhere and harassing them everywhere they go and all of the things that lots of the Democrats have pushed, it's it's difficult to listen to their cries against the Republicans for, you mm-hmm. know, their stuff when they've been horrible in those other regards. And I cannot believe, just like if you watch the, um, the hearings for the Supreme Court of Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. when they had, you know, the people pounding on the doors of the Supreme Court. I don't know. All those types of things. It was pretty, uh, pretty insane. But just like this guy, just C- like this guy, Caesar Sayok. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like an, I think that's Indian. Yeah, that's right. Name. His name, Caesar Say. Yeah, I think it's I. I think it's last probably, name anyway. I I would think it would be said uh, Sayok. I could be misspelling. I thought it was Sayok Sayok. I could be misspelling. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be. I don't know. So, but yeah. Yeah, he just seems like he seems like a nut job, and yeah, yeah, he does seem to support the extreme right, yeah, and all of those types of things. Yeah, extreme that he would like to kill these people, mm-hmm. sending bombs and stuff. Now, will he be labeled as a terrorist? I'm hoping he at least gets that that label. He's at least a yeah a terrorist in yeah most ways. So, all right, enough. Next story. We're going into, which uh, seems to have been raising your blood pressure up a little bit, the Megyn Kelly story. <clears throat> oh, man. You're going to have, you're gonna have to help me with this one a little bit, Dred. What is racist? Because, because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, black face yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like, I, back, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Okay. Uh, now I, I read a little bit on this story. Mm-hmm. So, but you, you lay out the, lay out the framework. Okay, Megan Kelly uh, was, as you know, she's on the Today Show. She used to be a, a former affiliate of Fox. Uh, they were talking about uh, this lady from uh, Desperate Housewives of I don't know, it was Orange County, one, one of those Desperate Housewives shows, and. A lady, the lady from the show, had on a Diana Ross outfit, uh, posed before, I guess, a Halloween party. Uh, so she had on this really horrible Afro wig, I guess, somewhat, I don't know what you want to call it, but, and she painted her face uh, brown or some, some sort of color, it looks more like orange when I look at it, but uh, it's probably been brown, uh, imitating Diana Ross, uh, and most people came out and said they were, uh, well, black people came out and offended and said they were, because uh, it reminded them of blackface, which was an, uh, an act from like the 1830s, which was <clears throat> um, used to like show black people in a demeaning way. It's almost like a caricature of, of black people showing they were um, lazy and uh, just 
uh, dumb, it was just a ca- retarded, characterizing yeah. uh, black stereotypes. Yeah, right. Didn't like the work, which you know kills me. I'm like, how's it? They're slaves, and they didn't like the work. But okay. Um, but yeah, it was the demeaning act. They did started like in the 1830s, 1900s. It started to turn into like it was it was done during uh, minstrel shows. They started having uh, dolls made out of it, um, porcelain dolls made out of it. This you know pictures and stuff purported this uh, racial stereotype through the 1900s mm-hmm. and it's something that hasn't quite the stain is still quite around in 2018 so it's hard well really no one no white person is uh, from the black side wants a white person to imitate a black character pretty much of any kind so hold on. So you're, you're saying is that no white person is allowed to act like a black character? Black character, uh, they are not allowed to wear the makeup of a black character. You can, if you look at hip hop, you can see people. Uh, I guess you could say at black, as we'll say. That's as far as you can go. What What do you mean at black? Uh, well, I hate to say, it, but at black, as in. Act hip hop. Oh, you mean act, act black? I thought you said at black. No, 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 act black. No, act. No, 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 act black. Uh, speaking slang. Um, know how to you know the hip hop lingo. Rap. Listen to hip hop music. Wear baggy clothes. You know, bandanas and stuff like that. So yeah, stuff that was you know that not every black person does and adheres to. So. Uh, that's the whole black at black thing, but okay. So Eminem, let's just go with Eminem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I don't say I'm not saying he's at and black, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Kind of is. <laughs> okay, so what did Megan Kelly say wrong? She said pretty much. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Paraphrase. She doesn't feel it's a bad thing because she feels like she's honoring uh, the character she's um, dressed up as. She's not doing it in a demeaning way. Uh, she's not trying to be like the whole blackface character was back in the 1800s, 1900s, uh-huh. early 1900s. She's honoring the character, much like, I guess, if you were to dress up as, I don't know, give me a character. Uh, Diana Ross. I mean, you, your character you would like to dress up oh, as. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, T'Challa, Black, Black Panther. No, I mean, a white guy. I mean, it's a white wait, guy. wait, wait. I got to dress up like a white guy. Now? Yes, you have to. No. All right, this is getting confusing. I mean, Superman. Okay, Superman. Like, uh, if you want to dress up as Superman, yeah. Um, or a white guy wants to dress up as Superman, she felt she was doing the same thing as the other lady dressing up as Diana Ross, just honoring a character. Yeah. But. But unf- what? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, as you know, you've lived long enough. Life, life isn't always fair. Okay. We still, the sting is still there for some people. Some people, it doesn't bother, but there's still a lot of people who are affected by someone dressing up as a black character because they feel like, when I look at it, at, when I looked at that lady's costume. Yeah. It didn't look very accurate, for one. <laughs> it looked like it was a caricature. And I don't know if she was... I don't think she was doing it to be demeaning, but the whole thing with blackface was it was a caricature of of what people thought black people were. Yeah. And that's the first thing a lot of black people see, or people of brown, uh, 
born as brown person in this world, that's the first thing they see when they see something that's not probably quite as accurate. They think people are laughing at that um, Halloween costume. So they the sting is still there. So, uh-huh. like I said, that's why I said life isn't exactly fair. I wish white people could dress up as black people and no one would get offended. But unfortunately, we're still not there yet. Okay, so... <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Okay, I got your bag, man. I got, I got an extra five dollars in my. Oh my god! I'll lend it to you. I don't if you need it. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna help, Red. All right, brother, man. Just, I have, just be I, honest. Here, here's my question. Here's my first question. Okay, go ahead. Should we treat white people and black people the same? We should. But again, life's not fair. I don't care. Like, should I, we treat white people and black people the same? We should. We should. we should? Yeah. We should. Are there sometimes things that we get offended by that we shouldn't? Are you saying say that again? Say Are there that. some things that we get offended by that we shouldn't be offended by? Yeah, sure. I understand that some people are probably very upset about a lot of these things, but mm-hmm. how is it fair? If anyone dresses up, like, I, I just feel like this a cultural appropriation stuff is ridiculous. Okay. This is absolutely crossing the line. Okay. Yeah. It's absolutely crossing the line. This is utterly ridiculous. Like, I mean, the whole idea that, I mean, this is just, we're continuing to get in more and more into these different identity politics about the skin color of, of different sorts of things is, is, is absurd. Mm-hmm. It's, it's completely absurd and I feel like the only reason that you can even say stuff like, oh, you can't do this blackface is because black black people are more of a protected culture today than, than white people. Uh, so, I mean, what? I mean, are, are black people allowed to dress up as white characters? And you're like, well, yeah, because what? You see, I don't even like that either, though. What? Black people dressing up as white characters. It just looks crazy anyway. Oh, yeah? You don't, yeah. You don't think your kids are allowed to dress up as Batman? Yeah, they are, but... You Why? Know, That's a white character. I, I know, but... You well, know what? Is there... Okay, well, tell me where the racial construct or racial uh, history was behind. Uh, where, where's the black people that were dressing up as white people as a caricature, you know, during slavery No, 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 time, but I mean... No, 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 but if a white person wants to dress up like Black Panther, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but it does look weird, though. I'm just saying. Was well, that just because your personal perspective or preference? No, it just looked weird. Did you see a white person dress up as a black African character named T'Challa? Well, but it doesn't look. I didn't weird. say, I, mean, I, I, I didn't say offended. I just say it looked weird. But it doesn't look weird for a black person to dress up as a white character. Yeah, it does look weird. But I didn't, I'm talking about offended. Offended and some, something looking weird is two, two different things to me. Oh, certainly, certainly, right? Yeah, just like I. Okay, I'll, I'll give you this. Um. Did you watch the last Fantastic Four? No, I have no idea what the last Fantastic Four even was. Don't well, don't then. Never mind. Uh, don't watch. I didn't it. even watch the Silver Surfer. Was that the last one, or was there one after that? I don't remember Silver Surfer in that one. Okay, that's how horrible it was. The guy that played uh, Killmonger was in Fantastic Four. Michael B. Jordan. The guy's in Creed. He played uh, the Torch. Okay. You know, the Torch has been mostly a white character. It's a white character yeah. usually, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a Torch in there. So wait, wait, there's, I, a, there's I, a, the black dude who's playing the Torch? Yeah. Okay. I didn't particularly like that. Not that, you know, I just, he's been traditionally a white guy for 
all I've known for all the history I've known mm-hmm. for the Fantastic Four. So I was like, why do they got him here now? Nick you know? Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Fury's Nick, a white character. Yeah, I know. Played I know. by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I know. And that's somehow he gets a pass on that. Because right, he played him so well, I guess. I don't know. I, and I get you saying. Um, How is that okay? Because Samuel L. Jackson's a great-ass actor. <laughs> That's the only. That's the only reason he gets a pass on that one. Um, I don't care. This, it is, ridi- this is ridiculous and stupid. It's ridiculous and stupid. I know, but these these, these are personal preferences. Because I don't care what your skin color is. Uh-huh. It I, does not matter. Uh, but again, this this is just weird to me. It, I'm not offended by it. It's just weird to me. But on the other side. You have to understand there's history behind that. That's uh-huh. why people, Yeah, there's history behind it. Yeah, that's why people are geeked out about it and, and, and do not like someone dressing mm-hmm. up as... Uh, there's been some dressed up as uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. I've seen that. People got... Um, so are we just supposed that. to tiptoe around everyone else's sensibilities? Well, I mean, that's why I said life is not fair, This man. This is... This is- just it's a subjective reality to them. You're right. You're right. That it, is it, not objective reality for everyone else. Yeah. Well, but just like, and and, and you know what? This is the same thing. You know what? You're yeah. only applying this to some black people. Not every black person's offended by this. Yeah. So it's not like you're speaking up for the whole black yeah. color because it's not even like you're you're just saying it's like oh well it's these black people. Which which black people is it? It's American black people, right? Yeah. Because you're not talking about like. Nigerians or Jamaicans or whatever other black group that comes here from another country, right? Well, are they offended by it? I don't. Well, I don't know. If we have any you want to take a poll? Celebrity uh, Nigerians that we we imitate during Halloween, but uh, Barb Marley. If we saw a white person dressed up as Barb Marley, we kind of take offense to that. We kind of take a little bit of offense of just them wearing some. Not me, but some people of just wearing the dread, uh, the dreads on their head. Just that. No Why? Because you have some sort of copyright on dreads? Yes, we do. We do. Well, see, that. here's my point, right? It's like, <clears> oh, <throat> well, if you want to have copyright in that, then you shouldn't be able to do anything that has to do with white people. That could be your argument, too. That could be your argument, too. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you got to do it, but you got to play things both ways. Yeah. That. And your, your point is yeah. just that not enough white people are offended? No. If, if they stand up and are offended, does that mean you guys need to stop? Offended by what? Well, um, anything. Black people, any, black people doing anything that's related to white culture. I mean, are they offended or is it just weirded out by it? No, no, no. I, I'm saying like what what you guys are offended by. You guys are offended. Yeah. Black, the black people are offended by blackface and any of these sorts of things. Yeah. Well, if the white people decide to be offended about something, yeah. does that mean you guys should all stop doing it? Depends on what their offense is. Why does it depend on that? Are they weirded out or are they offended? Why no, they, offended. Well, give me a reason why they'd be offended. I'm not exactly even sure why that matters. It does matter. How so? If you're offended. So you're saying like, oh, can you be offended for some reasons? It's a strong reason why black people are offended by that. If you're offended just because uh, you don't like the... If you're offended by the way somebody wears an outfit and you don't like it because it's not ironed well, you're offended by that. That's a light reason to be offended by Blackface is a strong reason for people to be offended by. Okay, but if somebody is not doing anything that's related to blackface, just because you dress up like a black character, does that automatically mean it's, oh, blackface associated? Is well, that is that the point? Well, we can go with the N-word thing. You know, we're going to go deeper into that. Some people use N-word. 
Uh-huh. Primary of black people. Yeah. Well, yeah. As, as a term of endearment. Now, there's white people that try to deep delve themselves into the culture and use the N-word. Yeah. And there are some white people who talk to black people and they're friends and they're able to use that term. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. There's, a, there's some out there. I've seen it. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's kind of weird. But they'll use the N-word as a term of endearment. Yes. I don't exactly agree with that. Yeah. That is, you know, there's a lot more people offended by that that will then will accept that word to be used amongst friends. Yeah. I so for that reason, I mean, just like this whole blackface thing, I don't think you should do it. I think you should steer away from that because that's that's still a, that still stings. Uh, over two, almost two hundred years later, not two hundred years, but a hundred plus years later, that still stings. You think there's a difference between dressing up like a blackface character and just portraying negative stereotypes of the culture is different than just dressing up like a black character? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like just dressing up as yeah, I mean, just dressing up as Black Panther or something. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a difference. I think uh, when I, like I said, I see when I went to a Comic Con, yeah, I saw quite a few white people dressed up with uh, Black Panther gear. Uh, there's some kids dressed up in Black Panther gear, and I was like, oh, that's sweet, that's cool. It looks a little weird, but it's cool. I hadn't, I wasn't offended by that. Now, if they had put the brown makeup on and stuff like that, that would have been just different to me. That would have been kind of offensive to me. Why? If they uh, had put that and put on pink lipstick on her to accentuate lips and stuff like that, that would have been offensive to me. You know, more so if the parents did that. You know, I don't know what ever happened. Imitation is the greatest sign of flattery. Uh, yeah, but there's also um, satire too, though. Well, are they doing it for satire's sake? Well, it, that's what it looks like. I don't know, because some people, who knows what's in another person's so heart So you're sometimes. saying their intentionality doesn't count, or doesn't matter? I don't know what their intentionality is. It's what it looks like. Wouldn't you like, want to find out, though? Yeah. But everybody's not going to tell what their intentions are. Of and course I've, not. And I've seen where people have dressed like this, and they... Let's say I've seen people do... Uh, dress up as certain rappers. They'll go with Jay-Z. I've seen that happen. Sure, Jay-Z. And... The way they act seems nothing like how Jay Z acts. They just act like a a rapper that just can't talk right, <laughs> uh, has no uh, sense of the English language. Yeah, Jay Z can speak pretty well. Uh, Jay Z has a, a a good hold on the English language, and um, you know will carry a forty. I'm like, you never seen Jay Z drink a forty and stuff like that. Um, it just said, well, I'm just gonna dress up as Jay Z. But I'm going to embody all the stereotypical uh, nature of a, a ghetto hip-hop rapper. You really didn't study the character or whatever. So, with that being said, really, I mean, they're doing that anyway. They are embodying all the stereotypical stuff, but just put behind a Jay-Z name. And with her being Diana Ross, I wish I could see video of her actually doing this. Was she actually doing the imitation some form of flattery didn't look like there was any flattery behind that costume. That costume was horrible. Like when someone said it looked like someone dressed up as Marge Simpson in blackface. Yeah. Again, I don't think that actually matters unless she's intentionally trying to troll the black community. Well, she was at least trolling Diana Ross. You know, well, like that, I said, I mean, that was I'm, secondary, I guess. 
like it in just her mind. it just depends. Like I mean, just because somebody if somebody really wanted to portray her in a good light, but was just terrible at it, okay. Like that's just it's like okay, she was bad at it. I mean, you can you can go out there and say it's like you know what I want to rap like Little Wayne, and you just suck at it. Yeah, that's but a, that's a, that's a good I don't example, yeah. I don't think that's. It's like, I don't care. Like, okay, you sucked at it. Like, there's no reason to, like, be offended at you because you sucked at it. Like, you know, of course, you can't, mm. you just can't be as good, you know? Mm. Or if I wanted to, you know, a different example, right? Mm. I just was like, you know what? I wanted to be LeBron James this year, right? Uh-huh. You wanted to be LeBron James and you go out to the yes. basketball court and it's like, dude, you cannot dunk at all. You suck at basketball. Uh-huh. It's like, does that mean just because you suck at basketball that you can't be LeBron James for Halloween? Okay, well, that that takes some skill to be LeBron James. Just no, like, no, no, totally. But are you saying that no white person is allowed to wear a LeBron James jersey? But you don't have to dunk a basketball to look like LeBron James or to talk like LeBron James. No, but to play basketball like LeBron James. We're just going for a Halloween costume. You don't have to play basketball to do a Halloween costume with LeBron. You can talk like LeBron or you can... He, he does not talk in a ghetto manner. He does uh, not... I'm not saying you would hold a 40 or something like that, but I would see someone dressing up as LeBron uh-huh. for some reason holding uh, uh, old English 40 ounce for some reason and smoking a cigarette or smoking some weed or something like that. Like, LeBron doesn't even do that. Yeah, who cares though? I do. I Why? Well, okay, for one, we don't have that many positive images for black people anyway. Yeah. We want those images represented in a positive manner and we want... I'm having a hard time believing you're like, oh, you're concerned about the black image. Why? Why? Well, because, like, what, are you going to protest all the other ones that leave a horrible, like, stamp on the black community in public? You mean uh, our black, uh, black... All the black role models. Yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, if if ones I don't like, then, yeah, I don't go and buy their music or nothing like that. I don't... (laughs) Well, I I know you don't buy their music. I don't talk about them in a positive light. Yeah, if there is a a positive image to be had out there, I'm going to say I'm going to give a hand clap. Uh, so we hold those positive images of black people in high regard, and we protect them, you know, because we don't have many of them. We're not all over the TV. We're we have people on TV like that, but we're not all over the TV. Um, the majority, like, wait, black people are. hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Are are you saying the majority of the black community holds? The role models in the black community responsible? Oh, yeah, definitely. Celebrities. Then why, then celebrities. Why, then why don't you have better role models for the black community? Because we don't control the media. We don't control who's being put out there. Of course you do. We do? Yeah, of course you do. By how much how much you spend on their records or anything like that, or how much attention you pay to them. If If, if somebody wasn't very popular, then they would be out of the media. Not necessarily. Why not? If no. if they weren't popular, and no one's paying attention to them. It, they would be gone. But who's being put? How? What options do we have that's out there, though? What do you mean? I mean, if you only put out, you put out nine horrible rappers out here, and you yeah. put out one good rapper. Yeah. You put out nine more horrible rappers, and you put one more good rapper. The market is oversaturated with bad rappers, so you have pretty much. Damn, you have no choice but to listen to these bad rappers. And then eventually he's like, okay. Oh, whatever. You mean whatever. Come on. You have no choice but to listen to bad rappers? If that's all that they're putting out there on the radio, pretty much, yeah. If they're telling, if the media is telling you this, that this is good, this is good, you should listen to this, there's nothing else out there, you're going to start believing that after a while. Oh, my god. Most gosh. people are going to start believing that. 
The same, the same thing with politics. If somebody tells you this guy is great, there's nothing else out there. This is what we're at now. There's only two good politicians, Republican and Democratic, and there's all, all these other parties out here, and no one pays attention to them, but they're there. But they're, Republicans and Democrats oversaturate the market. That's all we know. That's all we know. And then we vote on them. It's the same thing with music, same thing with entertainment. If you just, if that's all you put out there, eventually you're going to say, well, if that's all that's out there, then I'm just going to go with it. You could just not listen to rap. <gasps> well, you know, that would be you know, people with higher IQs. Everybody, IQs. Everybody's not going to do that. And I get your point. Everybody's not going to do that. But if you're raised to believe that's all there's out there, you're going to go with what you're raised with. Unless you do some critical thinking. And, you know, so that is why we... <clears throat> well, let's put R. Kelly into that, that mixture. Yeah, what R. about R. Is not the what most, about R. Kelly? R. Kelly is not the most positive image there uh-huh. is out there. No kidding. He is very, very, very talented. Yeah. There's no one out there that I can think of that is as talented as him. Uh-huh. I, I would love to hear someone say that someone who is as talented as him today. So... Since he's the only one out there and he's that talented, people will tend to defend him no matter if there is a videotape of him peeing on somebody. It may be wrong. It is wrong. I don't defend him. I don't buy his music and stuff like that. And I, you know, I don't, you know, I reprimand him for anything bad he does. But since we don't have that many role models, we don't have that many celebrities out there like that. We tend to hold on to our celebrities harder than we will anyone else. We'll defend them harder than on family members. Not saying that's a right thing. That's just saying that's how it is. So poor R. Kelly, not poor R. Kelly. Uh, these other girls are suffering because we care about our celebrities too much to a fault. And yep. when we do get one that's very positive, or we think is very positive, uh, Obama, that we think is very positive. I mean, you can find some things, I'm sure, to say bad about him, but the image he portrays, it's like, if you go to a black home, there's like, there's Jesus, there's Martin Luther King, and there's Obama pictures hanging in a lot of Dude, it is absolutely true. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest, it's, it was a little scary to me how much that's, that's true. Yeah, he's, he's like part of the triumvirate, you know, is, is Martin, Jesus, and Obama. No, man, oh, that was a one house, man. There were Obama pictures in almost every room. Yeah. That was very interesting. Yeah, and, and you know, it's because, I mean, black, first black president, he's going to be, he's going to be up there for the rest of my generation. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, the rest of your life. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, so... When I don't know, see, bro. When uh, we see, and this is getting back to the point because I got off a little off track. When we when we see people imitate people like De- uh, Diana Ross or Obama or Jay Z, Beyonce, Lil Wayne, <clears throat> we feel a little uh, a little way about them. Then on top of that, the blackface history is added on top of that. So uh, we don't want anyone messing up their image. All right, We're so, very protective of not and I'm saying so, it's different. It's different. You know, we want everyone to be treated equally, but there's stories behind everyone's life. For for one, I would say how long ago was Blackface out? That was uh, like, the eighteen thirties. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen thirties? Yeah. Eighteen thirties? Yeah. Is right. it really? Yeah. 
So one or whatever, I would say the majority of people today never heard of blackface, mm-hmm. not familiar with it at all. Just like, just like Zorro. Just like Zorro. <laughs> yeah, Zorro was much more recent than blackface. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So one, like, there's no way that I think majority of people are trolling at all in that way yeah. because they just have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. There's no no association whatsoever, mm. and so. Even honestly, I I would still be willing to bet that there's a large a large part of the black community that's not really that familiar with blackface. Mm. So, I don't know. Well, do you remember? I think it was the, it was the early '90s. You remember that? Uh, let me see if you remember this. Remember Whoopi Goldberg was dating Ted Danson? Not really. <laughs> Does it seem like a weird combination to you? I don't know. Ted Danson, Whoopi Goldberg dating in the early '90s. Um, and they were pretty serious too. And they went to a Friars Club, which they were doing at the Friars Club. It was a gathering of celebrities, and they did kind of like uh, like a roast. It was a celebrity roast. Yeah. <clears throat> Whippy Goldberg. Let me go ahead and preface the statement. She was cool with this. Ted Danson came out in blackface, and uh, Ted Danson. I didn't think he actually was going to have his career recovered. Uh, he, he took a big hit after that. His career took a big, big hit after that. Um, you know, I, quite a few celebrities were there. The only one that I can remember to mind at the time is Monte Williams and his wife was there. Uh, and, but a lot of people came out and said how offended they were. Uh, I know Ted Danson didn't do work for a long, long time after that. Um, and not too long after that, him and Whoopi broke up. And again, Whoopi, <clears throat> she was cool with this. You know, you know, you know, she's a pretty open comedian. She jokes about everything, pretty much. It seems like she's pretty, um, you know, conservative now, and that she's probably on the View. But Whoopi talked about everything in her stand-up back in the day. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> the the sting is still there. That was in the '90s. That was twenty odd years ago. <clears throat> so it it still hasn't lived. I've you know, within this decade, I've seen stories of people. <clears throat> Uh, doing blackface at colleges, not just dressing up as certain celebrities, but doing blackface. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people took pictures of them, and the college got reprimanded, got in trouble, whatever. So there's still some people who know what blackface represents. Uh, it's just now you get fired for it now. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Well, well now you get fired. Even... You get fired for almost anything nowadays. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. She got fired for this. I actually was surprised she got fired. I didn't think she was going to fire. After she made an apology, I didn't think she was going to get fired. But, you know, she you know she kind of has a she has a little history, too, of saying some little controversial stuff back in her Fox days. And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. Just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. You know, I mean, Jesus yeah. was a white man, too. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe they kind of looked at that. And plus, she kind of had low ratings to go with she didn't quite pop off like she was but her consolation prize is 69 million dollars of a buyout so she ain't hurting too bad yeah i mean she's been i mean she's a huge hit overall so yeah she and maybe she'll go back to fox maybe she'll get her own show somewhere else but i mean 69 million dollars i think i could live off of that for a couple days (laughs) you know yeah well we'll definitely change your lifestyle now all right, all right. Let's go. Let's go into the story. Uh, this is more of the story you uh, you sent me a, a link about uh, dating apps, pretty much trying to 
force you to date a certain race. Force you to date. Oh my gosh. Uh, black person you to force you to date white, Mexican, whatever. Uh, you want to delve in that story a little yeah, bit? Well, you, you ever done online <clears throat> dating, Red? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, so not for me. So, so one of the things you know, if you if you ever do a dating app, mm-hmm. they have a criteria. Right. You set up and it's like, okay, well, what, you know, basically, of course, they go through your own profile. What are you, you know, what's kind of your, your race, what's your age, your height, Mm -hmm. you know, what's your job, all those types of things. And then you'll say, it's like, okay, well, what are you interested in? Mm -hmm. You know, do you, what, you know, what are you looking for? And you can kind of say, it's like, oh, I'm interested in Asian, Mexican, white, whatever. You can say lots of different things. So apparently um, there are some dating apps out there that have decided that, you know what, we're tired of racist dating. Mm-hmm. People who only want to date certain races. Mm-hmm. And so instead, they are taking upon themselves to customize your dating app and informing you on who you should date mm-hmm. and not allowing you to just limit your you know, racial dating to only certain types, but they will actually limit it. So you got, that'll force you into dating, you know, other, other types. You are out, you're ran out of your limit of white people to date. Please choose another race to continue mm. the dating app. No, exactly. Exactly. Right. And that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's, it's pretty much like this, this the new dating system of, it's like, nope, nope. I know you say you want white and Mexican, but. Why do I only have five white people and 200 Mexicans here? Like, I want to go with the white people. Sorry. You have to pay an extra fee for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An extra $50 a month. This, this, is just, this is just absolutely ridiculous over the notion that you, you can't even, your dating app doesn't want you to choose, you know, what, what you want. You know, it's, it's yeah. basically saying, you know what, I know that you said you're attracted to normal normal size women but we really know that there's a plus size girl that you're really yeah, this demographic has not been hit up a lot so yeah let's try to balance it out here no that's i mean that's totally that's totally part of what it is yeah. saying it's like you know what i know you said that you liked uh black women but you were wrong <laughs> you were wrong you you can't what? you can't choose that you need to choose someone that we we, we think choose. Yeah. This sounds like a ranged marriage online, though. Well, someone's choosing. I know, right? Point, right? I know, right? That's a, that's actually an excellent way of looking at it, right? It's basically, yeah, the new apps are coming along and saying, "It's like, yeah, I know you think that girl's hot, but I have a wife for you. Yeah. I've already chosen, and this is who you really are going to get with." Yeah. Just bringing it back down to the parents, so. Well, yeah, I mean, less democratic. Now. Well, no, it's not. See, that's the worst thing is that you know, it's not the parents. No, yeah. it's the, it's the dating app. Yeah. It's these other elitists who are going to decide. You know, no longer can you choose who you want to love. You have to yeah. choose who we want you to love. Yeah. Well, who do you think the majority is that they tried to get you to to be with? Like, I don't know if you, if, if you went up there and you said you want to date more so black people, black women, or whatever. It's just automatically just going to start sending out more white people, more Chinese people um, to get to you to sway your answer or to sway your choice. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's it's only going to, yeah, 
send out certain people your way. So, so it's going to limit those choices, just like you were talking about. It's yeah. like, well, if you've only got nine bad rappers, yeah. well, that's that's exactly what it's going to do. It's yeah. not actually going to probably some ratio uh, system they got. Like, yeah, if this guy chooses this amount of uh, Mexican women or black women, then we're going to send him this amount from this different group here. Now, well, because I, it's... I wonder if. <laughs> I was thinking in my head, next, are they going to start doing, are they going to start putting uh, males and females up there? Like, hey, you don't chose 20 women, so we're going to start sending guys your way. It's time. You're choosing too many yeah. women. Yeah, no, 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 totally, <laughs> totally. This is exactly right. It's like, so you know what your problem is? You said you were interested in women. Yeah. Well, little yeah. Jimmy here is bigot. perfect for you, though, okay? They're going to start putting women in there. Pick it, pick it. This is what you need to start choosing right here to get that label off of you. You got the scarlet letter on you right now. You know, that's that's the point, right? You know, it's it's just ridiculous that you can't choose you can't even choose who you want to love anymore. And yeah. it's more of this this kind of leftist narrative that yeah. is honestly, you know, with all of the talk of fascism, mm-hmm. it is just unbelievably clear. That is the fastest online dating game. No, yeah, it's much more. It's controlling yeah. the real ones that are trying to control everything over there. Is this ridiculous, yeah. you know, stuff? And yeah, it's just it's just absurd. Well, and so the deal is, of course, right? Mm-hmm. There are some people who are always going to be more popular on dating apps than others, right? No, of course. So of course, you know, the only reason that the other ones aren't as popular is because they're being discriminated against. Red, yeah. they're being discriminated poor, against. Poor just like in real life. Huh? Yeah, that 350-pound girl, she's being discriminated against nah, because she's overweight. We love the big girls. You love the big girls. Adam does too, right? Oh, my gosh. Is that, is that your limit, 350? <laughs> I, th- I think it's uh, way over the limit, my friend. The bidding starts at 350. <laughs> Can I get 355, 355, 500? Sold! 602! 602! The one sitting on the park bench. Oh, no, she's not sitting at that rate. <laughs> All right, so the man. We had to wheel her in on a cruise. Oh God! I'm in a bed, right? My 600 yeah. pound life a little bit. Right <laughs> so that's a damn shame now. I mean, uh, so I guess you want to call it snowflakes. Uh, if you want to call them, have they leaped into dating apps now? No, no, People no. It's so- the ultra controlling liberalist ideology of multiculturalism and inter- intersectionality. That's crazy, though. That they think they can control who you want to date. I mean, to go that far as to go, I guess, with race, and I'm pretty, like I said, probably gender is next. Um, is, is, is this the end? Are they trying to end racism? Are they trying to end um, gold diggers? Because, you know, some people like people of a certain economic background. Uh, so you're no longer going to be able to date someone who makes 50000 versus, you know, 10000 a year. Yeah, well, if the socialists get the way, everyone will make the same anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're a socialist app. Dude. Get, oh, maybe all that combined. Maybe all that's combined. You know, James the fastest in, man. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that pretty much check marks every box. I, th- I think you're going to have to start measuring hotness. It's like, you know, look, you're this hot. You're uh-huh. too hot. You have to be with someone less hot yeah. so that it evens out. So, yeah, when you have a baby, it's gotta... the, 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 the ugliness counts as itself. That's right. That's right. That's just science. That's science. <laughs> you know. Not unless, I don't know if this works too. I have seen this happen too. Like, like two ugly people date each other and they had a, a, a 
beautiful child. Uh huh. And then two negatives can cancel out and make yeah, it positive. Yeah. Well, that's just mad. You know what? I'm, I'm just thinking. You know, I'm sorry, tall girls, but you know, look, if you're if you're five foot nine, you're gonna have to date a five foot three guy yeah. so that you guys can kind of balance that one, oh, well, that one out. Well, that's that's gonna be the end of the WNBA then. There'll be no more tall girls in there. Is that still around? Yeah, it's still around. Adam. Oh, it's, it's still around. Oh. Hey, Thought hey. that was a myth. <laughs> oh wow. Oh <laughs> uh, well, all right, let's. Let's delve into this last story. Let me pull the story up right quick. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you got Black Panther on your phone. Yeah, right, man. There's a white guy dressed up as him, too. Oh, liar, liar. It could be. I, say, I, saw, I saw a lot of people dressed up as Black Panther uh, at Comic-Con. And, you know, and they, they did the whole pose thing. I'm like, that's cute. But that's weird. This just seems weird. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's just, you know. Did you did you see Robert Downey Jr. in Tropical Thunder? Yeah, you know, like I said, I wasn't offended. That was amazing. That was funny. That was funny. Why I, why I weren't get, you offended? I don't get offended by a lot of things. Uh, that is me, though. Was man. everyone else offended? Because I didn't hear there anybody. There certain people, but you know what? This is what happens when when you have. This is how things grow. When you when um, social media came about, Twitter uh-huh. and stuff. When one person becomes outraged, two people see it. Two people see it, four people see it, 16 people see it, 100 people see it. And it grows like bacteria. It didn't grow that fast before social media, you know, because you didn't have just everyone commenting on something. But see, uh, I, part of that, I, to me, is like part of it's like false outrage in one sense, in my opinion. Just because it's oh, like. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, because like, let's imagine, let's imagine you had 10,000 people that are just roaring furious about something they're offended at. Yeah. I don't care. You don't care? No. It's not enough. You need a certain amount. Like, I mean, people get offended all the time. What? It's, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible to please everyone. That's true. But. And and uh, but this is the business sense I guess coming up with NBC. Did they think enough people were offended that yeah they're already low ratings? Sure, sure. Go even further down the dumps. Yeah. Now the which bi- is why I think ultimately that's what came down to. I think that's the same thing. Well, I can't even say that about a Roseanne show. I'm not sure because Roseanne was number one, number one comedy show. I'm not sure if her show would have went in the dumps after her controversy. Maybe, maybe they were. Trying to put out the fire became before it became, you know, too big to put out. But possibly. Hold on, bro. I have got to spit you some some wisdom. A buddy of mine sent me a a quote from good old Grandmaster Bruce Lee. Yeah. So Bruce said, "You will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you." True power is sitting back and observing everything with logic. I've seen this. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. You? Breathe and allow things to pass. You are absolutely right. And that is 100% fact. I always tell people, um, when you get angry, that person didn't make you mad. You made you mad. You made your own self mad because... Think of it. When you're little, when you're five years old, what are the usual insults you hear when you're five? 
You're a butthead. You're a butthead. <laughs> you're a pansy. Stuff that would have got you mad at a five-year-old. You're a pansy. You're, 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 you're a girl. You're a girl. <laughs> you're a girl. You know, when you become 20, 30, whatever, someone calls you that, you just laugh it off, right? It's not a big deal. Why? Did the word uh, change its value? Or did you change how the word affected you? Dun, dun, dun. It doesn't affect you. So you're right. No one makes you mad. You make you mad. People say stuff that can make you mad, but only you have control over what essentially affects you. So that's, you're absolutely right. And that's what somebody else I knew had said is, um, you know, nobody can get your goat if you don't have a goat to get. You're right. You're right. You are absolutely right. None of these words would be effective at all if you don't let them affect you. So, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I tell people that all the time. Well, that person just made me mad. Nah, you made yourself mad. Like, you could have prevented it. That's why a lot of times if you go to court and you, they ask you, well, why did you kill this person? Well, he said this to me or he did this to me, whatever. You still could have stopped it because yep. you were in control of your own self and you're still going to get the same time yep. as someone else. So you're absolutely right. I do love those words. You're right. So, All right. Let's move on to what our last got? story today. Uh, Halloween story. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you a story. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there is a mayor in Georgia who plans to gather up all the sex offenders and for Halloween, and he's going to put them in City Hall and keep them cooped up there for three hours while the kids are going from home to home getting their candy and Scaring the bejesus out of people. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't. This is this is a legal thing, as I've read. This is like I said, the Georgia Department of Community Supervision. They said they have the option of requiring paroled sex offenders to check into a specific location on Halloween night or at any time. This action didn't come from any previous incident. Uh, Mayor Jones said it is a precautionary action. And uh, some people are saying this is uh, putting a negative light on the sex offenders. I'm like, I think the Miller Station has put a negative light on them. So I don't think. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean. I don't think they need uh, anything else to justify people calling them sex offenders besides the sexual offense. Uh, someone goes on to say, there is no hard evidence that proves children are more vulnerable to sexual predators on Halloween than any other night of the year, but the National Safety Council reports children are more than twice as likely to be hit by a car and killed on Halloween than any other day. So there it is! Get people to stop driving on Halloween! That's it. It's not the sexual offenders, it's the drivers! The drivers are the ones that are messing up the kids. Yep. So, ban cars on Halloween. Get them off the street. Put them behind bars, the drivers. So, actually, I'm just totally interested. I mean, really, like, do they really have that many trick-or-treaters up there? Because let me tell you, it's it's strange to me. When I was growing up, I went trick-or-treating. We went door-to-door and house-to-house. And, yeah, man, we might be out there most of the night. Right? Do you do that when you were a kid? Well, mine was... Mine was probably a little different, man. Well, were you egging houses again? No, no, no. <laughs> no that's on some off days. But no, um, my, did, that, did that before and after Halloween, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know. 
Yeah, April, you know, June. <laughs> oh, man. But um, where I lived, I lived in the country. So we didn't walk house to house. We had to drive, ride in cars because there was a car for maybe for every 500 feet, there was another house. Or maybe another mile, there was uh-huh. another house. So you had to get in the car, walk about a mile to the house because that's how far the mailbox was, the driveway to the house was, <sighs> walk back to the car, get back in, put your seatbelt back on, and drive down to the next house. So it wasn't really walking house to house like it is in neighborhoods up here. You just walk to the next house. Then you also had to figure if the house actually gave candy. Yeah, yeah. You know, because not everybody out there adhere to the rules of having the light on that mm-hmm. means you got candy. Some yep. people just had the light on because, no, nah, I just had the light on. I always have it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always keep the light on, you know. Like, but, dude, man, like, I mean, I've, I've been around here and... For the last couple times or whatever, man, I got I got my candy. I was ready to give out some candy to the kids. Uh-huh. Nobody came. You let Had light my on? light on. I was ready. <laughs> Live in a suburban neighborhood. Not a single kid came. Wow. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy to me. I couldn't even believe it. How much money did you spend on that candy? I don't know. Probably 10 bucks, Maybe. Maybe a little more. I don't know. It sounds like a story where you'd be very depressed if no one came to your house and you just wa- watched a notebook movie and you ate all the candy. You ate all the candy yourself? Yeah, yeah you're just like... Loves me. I know, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I really... I just don't know... I don't know hardly anyone, um, you know, that has kids and they take their kids out for going trick-or-treating like that. They all yeah. go to Halloween parties or they have trunk-or-treat stuff, yeah. church events. Yeah. But I don't know hardly anyone that goes house to house anymore. Well, I'm thinking too, though. Most parents are walking with these kids. You know, they they may like walk with them and then, hey, you go ahead, go to the house, knock on the door. So I wouldn't think a sex offender would be able to get them anyway. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if they're just letting kids walk on their own now and just, all right, well, you know the route and I'll be at home and I'll be watching the Connors and. You know, you tell me how everything goes. Just let me check the candy when you get back. Yeah, yeah, check, yeah. I mean, eat a third of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this this whole thing, though, again, like, I mean, you said the, the statistics were that, yeah, you're not any more likely to be, yeah. you know, kidnapped or attacked by sex offenders on yeah. Halloween than any other night. So yeah. I, I, think I think they're more protected on Halloween than any other day. But parents are more likely. They're a little to more paying yeah. attention. Yeah, you know. Um, so you know what? Honestly, I feel like this is completely. This is another example of government doing something completely worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, think they're going too far on that? Yeah, I, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. You know, because there's not a good reason. I mean, if there was a correlation, yeah. then maybe there'd be good reason. But yeah. it reminds me of like another another place that um, they decided there's a, a place that was really popular for bicycling, mm-hmm. and they decided to ban bicycling. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody might get, you know, injured or hurt, you know? Somebody might get hit by a car riding a bike. Yeah. But there has never been recorded of a, per- a biker getting hit by a car mm-hmm. or seriously injured in that area. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's stupid. That's really stupid. Yeah. To ban something is like, well, it could happen. No crap. A lot of stuff could happen. Why don't we just lock everyone in homes? It's being, pro- it being proactive. They don't want to be reactive. They want to be proactive. They want to stop it before it happens. Retarded. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I, I guess I appreciate that they're actually concerned about the well-being nope, of the children. Nope, I don't appreciate it. 
<laughs> I don't appreciate it. All they're doing is taking away freedom for nothing. Yeah. yeah. You get nothing in return. Yeah. But you lose they your serve freedom. They time, too. So it's like, you know, they're still paying for it regardless. They've already served their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I understand, you know. I mean, they have they have consequences. They You lose some of your rights. After you become a sex offender, you lose some of your rights, you yeah. know. I, I understand that. Yeah. But this is just a stupid illustration of, like, you know, how they're using them and move them around it's like okay like i honestly it sounds much more like a political thing of like i care for the children look what i'm doing mm. uh, oh wait wait you're doing nothing oh great i'll be uh, i'll be interested to see if this guy's like up for re-election real soon yeah yeah and maybe this was a that's what i'm saying political move yeah yeah right it is this is you know october so how about you actually find out some information that actually helps people <gasps> Well, no, that would be that would make sense. Oh, I know, I know. You can't be in politics if it makes sense. <laughs> and what's the old saying? If it doesn't make sense, be in politics. No, well, if it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make dollars. You just ruined oh. the whole moment. For me. <laughs> I, I was, I was hoping you would finish it off for me. Dang it, Adam! I ain't never heard that before. You've never heard that phrase before? No. You never heard it for real? No. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars. Yeah, that's wrong too. The fra- your phrase is wrong. What's the phrase? It, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars? Yeah. Oh, heck no. No, no, no. See, here's the problem, bro. What's that? I was talking with one of my buddies, and we were trying to come up with our million-dollar idea, mm-hmm. but then we came to realize that, unfortunately, oh, we are too intelligent to come up with a million-dollar idea. I think you told me this. Because we're like, you know me. what? Son of a gun. The, the damn Snuggie made a million dollars. <laughs> I never, ever could have come to the conclusion that – the Snuggie is what I should use, you know. It's the simplest thing. You know, he's. I mean, they just took they just took a sweater and a blanket and smashed them together. It was like, dude, let's sell that crap. And you know, of course, what would have happened if they brought that idea to me? I'd be like, no, that's the stupid. Thing. No one would ever. <laughs> Who buy the it. heck would you ever would, buy you would, that? You'd be like, well, people always always wear those uh, what those uh, those pajamas with you zip up or whatever. You know, little, little kids usually wear them. But you, the you know, onesies. Yeah, onesies. That's Kind of similar to that, or just a blanket. It's a blanket or, with arms. Yeah. What's those things? Uh, cowboys wear. They wear like a poncho. oh ponchos. Yeah, that's a, that's a poncho. Yeah, man. But nope, dude Simple made a, over a million dollars of that junk. <laughs> I mean, you know that one. I mean, come on. The same other one. The uh, fidget spinners. I never would have. Still don't get it. Never would have guessed. It's like, oh wait, wait, wait. Put something in between their fingers so they can spin it. Yeah. Well, what's it do? Nothing. It spins. I don't what, like, why would people buy that? Because it spins in their hands. And it's something to keep them occupied and busy. Yeah, yeah. I think they had something, uh, what they call that? A, a dreidel at one point. That was the first spinner, I think. Uh, and I guess maybe that sold millions, but uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was as big as the fidget spinner. Who would have thought? Come on, man. All that. The pet rock. See? The pet rock. Let me tell you, bro. It doesn't make sense, but it made dollars. Yeah. The, the <laughs> made gig- dollars. Gigapet. Gigapet. Well, you have a dog uh, right here. That <laughs> breathes, eats, poops, does all the same thing in here, and will love you and Ch- protect you. Chia pet, too. Chia pet. Chia pet. <laughs> a plant and a, uh, a vase, pretty much. A, a fancy-looking vase. It looks like an animal. One looks like Homer Simpson. They got two. 
And Shaggy. They got one with Shaggy, too. Yep. And that sold millions. That's still selling today. Yep. That's still popular today. Oh, the clapper. The clapper. Come on, that was brilliant, all right? Okay, I, I'm not going to poop on that one. I actually want one. I think they actually got those now, these Google things that connect to the like. So, you know, that's not too far-fetched. So, yeah, that actually was a good idea. Yep. I'm just mad I didn't think of it. I uh, know, exactly. Or I had thought about it. I just didn't have the... Uh, the gumption to go up and patent it and start selling it. So, so we're going to yep. start thinking about it after the show. We're going to come up with something very simple. Something else that yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, like uh, the fork knife or something. I don't the know. fork knife. <laughs> so have a knife at one end and a fork at the other end. and You can cut and then scoop up the food at the same time. No, man. We got the spork, all right? You can't You can't beat the spork. We're going to beat the spork. You're going to beat the spork? Yeah. This is going to be the fork. <laughs> the nork. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's gonna be the dork. Copyright patent. <laughs> Copyright is pending. Don't, yeah. Nobody try to get this idea. Copyright is pending. <laughs> the nork. It's the new spork. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I love it. The nork. Uh, you ever had a fork that wasn't sharp enough to cut your food? Yeah. Or you ever felt like you didn't want to use both hands to cut up your steak? You just want to use one hand for the steak and the other hand for your phone? Well, introducing the Nork. The Nork. It cuts and is able to spear the the meat at the same time. (laughs) Try cutting up your hard, tough steak from Waffle House while having a conversation with a friend. Yep. We're going to work on that after the show. Don't nobody try to steal that idea. We're going to end the show on that note, on the Nork idea. And we'd like to thank you. For coming the, soon. Coming very soon. You can buy yours for nineteen ninety five. If you send it in early, we'll we'll pre order it. Why is everything nineteen ninety five? I mean, I always want to research that. Everything on TV is nineteen ninety five. It's usually a hundred dollars. Anywhere else, fifty dollars, five hundred dollars. But we'll give it to you for nineteen ninety five. What is up with that number? Yeah, yeah. It's like a magic. Like Somebody I said, did research on it. It's that. definitely time to end the show. <laughs> now we're getting into the business now. All right, but we will see you guys on the next podcast. Have a good day. Peace to you.